0: This is FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program news analysis, now we bring you a discussion on enhancing the health infrastructure of the country. The participants are Dr. Manish Singhal, oncologist and Aditi Tandon, journalist.
1: Prime Minister Narendra Modi was in Kurukshetra today and he launched a number of medical programs and he also instituted one medical college and launched one Ayush University from Kurukshetra and a very important program that he inaugurated related to Swachhata Shakti. It is a flagship program which Prime Minister Narendra Modi has personally driven since the time he assumed prime ministership of the country in 2014. So much so that Swachh Bharat has now become a massive Public campaign. So the thrust of Prime Minister's presence in Kurukshetra today was Swachhata, and he made a very interesting remark. He said, Lord Krishna in his own way had started a Swachhata Abhiyan by taking on the evil forces. Lord Krishna belongs to the whole battle of Kurukshetra and the role of Lord Krishna and Prime Minister's equation of today's program with the way Lord Krishna purged the society of evil and of all profanity. So how do you see this entire pitch of Prime Minister Modi?
0: The drive of cleanliness has got many connotations and it can be interpreted in so many manners. The fact that when once The aspect of cleanliness comes from the head of the country, who is the prime minister of India. It has a lot of meaning to the society and society talks about it more religiously and more seriously. If I look at the connotations of a clean India or spreading the awareness of clean India, it has connotations on having more tourism or building waste disposal overall having a cleaner roads overall decreasing the amount of dust that we have in in our country it has about having public toilets and installing toilets in areas where people still go for open defecation so it has a lot of meanings so it's a very broad term and can be interpreted and has so many other fabrications and other i think flow charts so many of them overall it's a very important aspect And if we compare, whenever we step out of our country and we step into some other country, we find that it is so more clean than what our country has. It has a lot of implications on awareness among children so that we don't throw simple rubbish on on the road. And we try to maintain cleanliness. He is trying to sensitize the society overall that cleanliness is very important
1: so as you said that the whole campaign of swachhata can have two meanings it can have medical meaning it can have
0: spiritual meaning it has it can have medical meaning it can have meaning for tourism it can have meaning for cleaning up society of bad people and we know about in 2014 that the nirbhaya episode so it is about cleaning up people's mind Swachhata in every aspect
1: coming to today's uh, event at kurukshetra it also needs to be seen that government of india's major programs related to health and related to women's empowerment have been launched from Haryana Dr. Singhal For example, Beti Bachao, Beti Padhao one of the other flagship programs of the Modi government was launched from Mewar. Today again, Prime Minister Modi has gone back to Haryana and has repeated that we are bringing big programs of the government to Haryana because Haryana in the health scenario of the country is not a very empowered state We all know that the lowest child sex ratio in India is in Haryana Haryana has traditionally battered Uh, uh, there are many patriarchal societies in India but Haryana has a peculiar infamy in that sector And practices of infanticide Female feticide Even today the law enforcement agencies Do have a problem in implementing The PC and PNDT Act in Haryana So again Prime Minister by going to Haryana To launch these major programs Whether it is the world's first Ayush University which he launched today Or you know this interesting Shakti Swachhata Abhiyan In which he addressed a number of women Who are getting involved in the Swachh Abhiyan This is also symbolism to When you launch yes, big programs from a place like haryana
0: the needs of haryana are such and haryana being almost a satellite state to delhi has a lot of implications on delhi itself and a lot of implications on the image of the country also so whatever happens over here will have a lot of impact on coming to delhi the needs of the state perhaps and also its proximity to Delhi has all these implications where perhaps our Prime Minister thinks of addressing it in Haryana because anything which happens in Haryana would have a direct impact on Delhi so it's very important that it being a satellite city, Haryana must get uplifted to that particular level which is acceptable to overall society so Correct. perhaps that's that's the reason
1: So today, Prime Minister also dedicated a new aims-like institution in Haryana in Rewadi. Health Minister J.P. Narda was present there Coming back to health infrastructure and medical infrastructure, Dr. Singhal, you are a medical oncologist yourself. You know how the systems in the country are. We continue to struggle with good infrastructure in the field of health and medical. Now we have a number of new AIMS-like institutions across the country. At least, you know, 13 or 14 more AIMS have been announced in the past few years. And today again, one AIMS was announced. You are a student of medicine and now a practicing physician yourself. Is it easy to get institutions like AIMS going because there can be a counter view that Just naming an institution AIMS doesn't mean it will have high quality standards. It takes years to build institutions. Somewhere, there's also this public debate that there's competitive posturing within governments. You know, when it was Congress, it used to announce IITs. We are opening one new IIT, one new AIMS. Again, BJP is announcing one AIMS after the other. It's good to announce AIMS, but as a student of medicine, how do you view this? Is it easy to build AIMS like institutions, so many of them?
0: as you very rightly said that it's not easy to build an institution and takes years there has to be a sense of belongingness among the faculty members that they represent aims that happened for the aims in new delhi unfortunately i am not very sure whether that will happen for the other institutions so government has the money has the will but perhaps getting the right type of faculty into the system which can which thrives by you know their representation of The epitome of medical science and then retaining those brains into the institution and making it lucrative enough is also the responsibility of the government. The problem that I have seen, because there are patients who refer to us, I being in a private setup, who refer to us from other than AIMS, is the problem of lack of proper faculty. Infrastructure is not a problem. So people can spend, government can spend on infrastructure, government can spend on equipments, but to run the equipments with the same type of brain and the same type of caliber is something which I think is more challenging than building up the infrastructure by itself. And then these aims are in certain parts of the country which may not be as lucrative to a healthcare professional of that level to stay put in that particular part of the country. So the onus on the government is not only to attract them to stay in a remote part of the or relatively remote part of the country so they have to provide them not only infrastructure and adequate job professional satisfaction because the doctors and this healthcare professional will have their families and they would not like to have their children go to Delhi to study. So they have to develop adequate amount of schools in those particular part of the country. So if there is a say, AIMS in Rishikesh or AIMS in Haridwar, so Haridwar should have enough infrastructure so that these healthcare professionals can meet their all day to day other activities also. That is where I think system is lacking and perhaps you have to have a proper system where you can't just have AIMS, you have to have an AIMS city which has not only schools and other infrastructure. So that the healthcare professional can settle down and finds it attractive enough.
1: So that's an excellent point you made, that excellent medical infrastructure will only be built if you actually build ecosystems around new aims-like institutions, correct? And a city-like situation. And we have seen that the government, despite its will, you know, does struggle to get good faculty for aims-like institutions. Every now and again, we hear of faculty crunch. Brain drain is one issue, but also the faculty available in the country. I'm not
0: talking of brain drain outside the country. It's a brain drain outside of aims People outside are, of aims I mean, outside of the peripheral aims
1: so you are a pass out from a government medical college you have studied in aims but what you are exactly saying is that the government has to do more to retain the trained doctors in the government sector because we have seen more often than not these trained doctors go into the private sector because they get more money you know it's more lucrative, it's job, more satisfaction lucrative. Is more
0: job satisfaction there's more infrastructure and then you are so even if you look at the private setup. Do you find an Apollo in Rishikesh? No, you don't. So, most of the doctors want to settle down in metro cities. Because the paraphernalia around your living, that is having a good school, a good university for your children and good other activities and overall development of the family is better in, in a metro city. So, even the private institutions are more clustered into the metro cities and not into the tier 2 cities. If a tier 2 aims or a tier 3 aims have to succeed, they have to create a city-like situation.
1: What about the Hippocratic Oath? What about the oath of service to the country, to the community? You are talking like a commercial. Like like a
0: very practical issue. There is no doubt that a person who is working in aims. So, even in the Western world, finding oncologist or finding a healthcare professional or adequate trained healthcare professional for a tier 2 or a tier 3 city is very difficult even for America, even for Canada. So, there are jobs which are vacant over there. And But you get almost the double paid if you are ready to work in a tier 2 city or a tier 3 city. So, there are some attractions that the government in these countries have built up so that healthcare professionals are attracted or there is no tax or the tax decreases as you move out of the metro cities. The tax is different in a particular state as tax is different from a particular state. So, there are some attractions which the government has built up that if you are ready to work like this in a tier 2 city or provide your services, so that type of attraction has to be there. There has to be some attractive focus which will bring the healthcare professional work in a tier 2 or a tier 3 setting.
1: Coming back to the medical graduate and the fact that governments, whether it has been the UPA government or it is the NDA government now, governments have been struggling to send the medical graduates to the villages to serve the community. I'm sure you're aware that that's an outstanding problem. Governments of the day have tried everything in the book To actually make this offer of going to the rural part of the country attractive to the MBBS passouts. But everybody has failed. For instance, I still remember since I cover the health sector, there was a major scheme where it was said that if you actually go and serve, if a medical graduate MBBS goes and serves in a village, he will get a certain advantage in terms of weightage in the PG entrance test. Even that was not attraction enough for MBBS graduates to go and serve the village community. What do you have to say on that?
0: So here, the problem was more of the availability of infrastructure. It was very frustrating for an MBBS doctor to work in a PSC. It is a primary health setup. There is no infrastructure where there is nothing that he can do. There is a risk of being beaten up if you don't do anything. So by the public, because the public is so much distressed that they don't find anything but to beat up the doctor. So, these were the major issues and there was no protection by the government. I remember that our seniors used to go for health or for rural services because that was made compulsory in Mumbai. So, one year of rural services is compulsory before you can start your PG and they used to say that there is nothing. So, perhaps by building these peripheral aims, the government is trying to set up the at least the infrastructure, so that if there is infrastructure, then somebody will be ready to work over there. But if there is no infrastructure, but now we are talking about the villages. So, if infrastructure reaches the villages, then referring a patient from the village to at least the peripheral aims that is tier 2 and tier 3 aims will become easier. So, perhaps that motion has already started that you have to first build up infrastructure and then only you can expect the healthcare professional to, to be stationed over there.
1: Exactly what you said that the movement towards primary healthcare push has started now. For instance, if we look at the Ayushman Bharat project of the NDA government, which is led by Prime Minister Modi, the Ayushman Bharat Mission has two pillars. The first pillar talks about strengthening the village level primary healthcare center as the health and wellness centers where, as you said, infrastructure will be first provided. You know, you will have screening facilities. You will have some Ayush doctors, Ayush experts also sitting there. You will have screening facilities for at least five types of cancers and screening facilities for a large number of NCDs, non-communicable diseases. So, the proposal is to set up 1,50,000 fifty thousand village level health and wellness centers by 2022 the process has started and this year 14,000 such centres are said to have been upgraded already. Actually provide free hospitalisation cover to the poor and vulnerable who are listed in the socio-economic caste census. You just give them a card and they go to the hospital. This is inpatient care. Hospitalisation is paperless and free. Do you think this push towards primary healthcare which is happening for the first time because in earlier budgets I used to see that only 15% of the total budget was meant for primary healthcare. Now that the National health policy the new policy says two-third of the indian health budget will go into primary health care what do you have to say on that
0: i being a medical oncologist if you look at the country as a whole definitely infectious diseases and many other causes are also the leading cause of death or leading cause of health care problems in our country if you are stressing on primary health care which has cancer screening as one of the part infection screening and overall education of people is as a part of it so definitely this model is likely to work very well in our country There is no doubt
1: about it. And do you think this will push MBBS doctors to PHCs?
0: The doctor's job satisfaction comes from treating patients and patients becoming better. So, definitely this is likely to be a hit.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on enhancing the health infrastructure of the country. The participants were Dr. Manish Singhal, oncologist and Aditi Tandon, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on the website news.nic.in. You may email opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.